welcome back to Skyrim 1080. Um, not sure what um, episode it is. Probably episode 26. That sounds right. Let's just put a that label on it for now. And um, we are currently um, in a split party situation um, with um, some discussion among the party about um, how best to deal with the situation at hand um, in requiring, uh, as they've been told by the uh, by Avrusa um, uh, Sereti, the uh, the alchemist. Um, that she needs um, a taproot, the heart of a spriggan, to be able to uh, dispel uh, or put an end to the uh, the curse effect of the the poison that seems to be flowing through uh, the waterways of Falkreath at the moment. Um, although uh, battered, bruised, and uh, a few spells down, the party decided to continue straight out and head to a location that is. Um, Kind of known to the uh, hunters and the and the travellers of the roads of uh, Falkreath and and such to Mouse of where a Spriggan could possibly be found. Um, heading there, they have the the attention of trying to um, uh, bargain with uh, with the Spriggan with an idea to sort of like you know, hopefully that they would uh, aid them in this request. Um, but if it came to it, um, they might have to get into a fight. So uh, it was decided that um, Botty, um, because of her reasons of wanting to not harm the Spriggan and, and, and the hopes that her party would do the best that they could and not harm it, she stayed behind with Avrusa, with having a, a spell or two remaining just in case she had fallen ill. And so did uh, Jaquai. Uh, aiding her with her alchemical endeavors, uh, and so Laniel and George headed off with Mouse and Luke to head down to this. Uh, seems to be some old Nordic ruins uh, that seem to be in the process of being reclaimed by the forests at the moment. They have uh, a successful self um, approach by. Um, Mouse had told him that uh, he had found two bears um, located inside the ruins, some sickly looking bears but from what he could tell he could uh, not spot a Spriggan but they are notoriously difficult to spot um, unless they're fully out in the open at that particular time so um, without much to go on uh, George asked if she could take a quick look and then accidentally um, caused uh, some noise which made uh, maybe has let their presence be known to the uh, the bears and whoever else inside um, just before we get started I need everybody um, uh, yeah everybody to roll a constitution save You've, uh, I forgot to do it before, but you've all been travelling now for longer than an entire day through the battle. I don't have a saving throw bonus on that, so... Um, so that's just con plus the modifier. I, I don't think I've done a saving throw for... Constitution modifier, yeah. So just uh, roll a d20 and then add yeah. your mod constitution yeah. modifier. So 16 for me. 
16, okay, you're fine. <clears throat> Excuse me, 10 for me. 10, yeah, you're fine. And... Boxy and uh, Um I didn't know we were included in this. Uh, I did a uh, 15 plus 3 would be 18. 15, yeah, you're fine. And you're quiet? 13. 13, yeah, you're all good. Uh, used to uh, uh, had a less DC as well. Um, so let's just roll for George. <coughs> George, 8. And she's got a plus 3, so yes, he's fine. And Lenny, yeah, Lenny's fine. So, none of you suffer uh, a point of exhaustion. You're still able to carry on. Um, so, now, what would you like? Starting to hear some noise. Um, what would you like to do? Doesn't seem... You hear some noises and growling coming in for sizes sort of like, you know... Coming from inside uh, uh, the ruins. But uh, it doesn't seem to be any signs of, like, you know running or anything like that that you can hear yet. Hmm. Um, I think we should, uh, we should go around towards the, the, uh, the grade level entrance, I guess, and see if we can get a better look in that way. Does that sound good? Mm, Unless you think we're destined to fight these sick animals. In which well, case, I was hoping to lure them out somehow and chase them off, but uh, I'm not sure that's possible. If they're guarding something, we don't know if they're guarding something or or why they're sick, or why they look so sickly. Um, uh, Lenny is just going to move. Oh, that was. Oh, sorry, I'm, that was Lenny. I moved George. So, and uh, George sort of like stopped there. It's kind of look as sort of like holding her hands up. And Lenny's just going to move in, getting close to her. How 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 steep is the little the little little incline here? Yeah, there's it, there's no. It's it's kind of steep. Well, not steepish, but yeah, it's an it's an easy slope. So, but as you're looking down, um, you're probably about a good ten foot. So, if you wanted to sort of like you know have a look in the area without the danger of something like instantly being like you know running at you is probably the best place to do it from mm. yeah well given given that they're already sort of alert to our presence um i'll 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 come to you know sort of the same area i guess mouse came to about there mm-hmm. so, so i'll uh I'll, I'll step up there and I, you know i'll 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 I'll, en- I'll endeavor to make my disadvantage stealth check i, I you know just I don't, I don't know that it matters at this point but Ooh, wow! Better than my conscience. Let's see, advantage. So, uh, actually, not not terrible. Uh, so, thirteen uh, with disadvantage on a stealth check. Okay, and um, you want to um, let's see. Roll a um, a perception check for me, please. Okie dokie. Now, is that is that wisdom or intelligence is the modifier? Uh, wisdom. Uh, Twenty two then. Twenty two. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you notice the bears, and again, you see um, what uh, Mouse was talking about, um, and you see that um, this <clears throat> there seem to be 
sort of like holding firm in the stance. They, they are looking around them, and they seem do seem agitated and not at all well. Um, but you also notice that this tree here seems a lot slightly different from the rest of them because you got over twenty in your perception. This one here does seem a little different from the rest and um, the way the roots are then they seem to be laying on top of the ground instead of sinking down into it mm. hmm so um, you know, it's, I not, I, it's, not, it's would, not moving would I have ever seen a Spriggan in Cyrodiil um Possibly, I mean, they're all over Tamriel. Um, they're not just uh, part of Skyrim. Well, yeah. from, from Luke's description, would would uh, Mouse guess that that was a Spriggan? That that particular tree, which it, it actually just looks like a tree, only mm. because of its high perception, does it look? It, it still looks just like a tree, even mm. to you, Luke. It still looks just, like, but for some reason, it just looks slightly odd. It doesn't look exactly the same as the other trees, but. Other, other than that, it still looks exactly like a tree. It's just that, you, as you see the um, um, the roots coming out from the bottom of it, it's sort of like you know, it's laying on top of the surface. It's not digging down into the into the through the um, sort of like broken up um, rocky floor, and it's it, like the other ones. So it just looks like it still looks exactly like a tree. It doesn't sort of like you know have a face. It doesn't. It's not glowing or anything like that. Nothing like the stories you've heard before. Luke, those bears look like they're guarding something. Is it? Yeah, that's and that's yeah. With 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 Mouse having said that and sort of getting a good sense. Of it, do I have a sense that the bears are maybe the bear are the bears guarding that tree? Is that is that maybe what they're 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 close to it? Is that a sense of maybe what they're doing? Maybe. No, I still think we should try to lure the bears away from that tree somehow. Um, I can go around and see if I can make a little noise. Um, you guys are safe there for now. If I if I can sneak around towards the entrance, uh, perhaps throw a rock and see if they see if they move away from the tree. <laughs> have have a have a care. Okay. Um, they're 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 faster than they look. Uh, yes, I, I, I know. <laughs> That's one thing Luke, or, uh, Mouse would know. All right, so, Mr. DM, I'm going to move around here. Is that all right with you? Yeah, yeah, we're not in a combat situation. Okay. No, I just, so I guess I'm just going to try to kind of hide. I, I guess since you said this is bermed up, maybe I can just hide in there. Is that a good I, I can't really tell from this. Yeah, you, you, well, you rolled a, a natural 20, wasn't it, on your stealth check? And that's still r- going. You haven't... Oh, that's still effective? Okay, good. All that's right. still effective, yeah. You, you've, you've, come, you've come over and, and whispered to uh, Luke and that, but you haven't done any actions that would pull you out of it. All right, well, I'm about to then, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hide right in here and then throw a rock over in this direction, over here. Is it, how do you get... That's just hold, hold down left click. Ah, okay, cool. Like over there. Okay. 
So I am I have thrown a rock in that direction. Okay. So you see their heads sort of like perk up and they do hear the the rock landing thing and you do hear um and this bear here actually sort of like you know moves around and then it just moves to about there. Uh-huh. This one circles around sort of like the back here. And then you see this shrubbery suddenly grow bright and light and you see these glowing green eyes and what seems to be the um, dissipating branches coming down, falling from the sides of it and turning into twigged hands as it moves around. And it, But it doesn't move out of the space. It just moves around in the space and the two bears go over. Um, it go, uh, well, when it gets there, it moves back to the bears and sort of like it puts its like a twigged hand there's sort of like it's a tree branch and it sort of like holds it over the thing and sort of like you know this green light comes out and you see um, the bear sort of like you know its eyes glowing and um, you see this green magic aura spread across its fur and going down and it's you see green veins go towards where the black veins are and it's trying to get in and attack and attach itself to where the black veins are, but it just ends up dissipating. It's sort of like trying to push against it, but the, the black veins persist and sort of like push back against it. Okay. Has everybody seen that or just me? Uh, you and Luke have seen that. Luke and I. Can he hear me from where I am? Mm-hmm. Um if he can hear you, they'd be able to hear you if you're going to say anything. Well, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, since I can, I don't know, uh, I'm going to say. Yeah, after, after your uh, rock throw, um, roll another stealth check if you want to move again. Okay, I'd like to, I'd like to move back around towards them. Um, and that would be 14. So you're fine? I'm fine. Okay, so I'm going to sneak back around this side and, and whisper to him, do you think those bears drank the water? Hmm. I mean, I see the black veins and the spriggan, I assume that's a spriggan, I mean, it looks like one, uh, is trying to cure the bears. At least, that's what it seemed like. Do you think you could cure the bears? But this 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 disease poison it's it's beyond my skills. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I can keep it at bay, with, we as can, we've done with with Laniel. Yeah, we perhaps if we could do something to help the bears, we could gain some favor with the Spriggan. Yeah, um, hmm, I wonder. I wonder if the skooma that keeps it at bay for Laniel will keep it at bay for these creatures. Hmm. That's that's the only thing. It's that's a risk. the only thing. Throwing some in there might might you know, it could aggravate the Spriggan or or if the bear if if the bears drank it, uh, yeah, it might it might help. Uh, I guess that's maybe a risk we'll have to take. So so, so Colin, what so just uh, I'm trying not to say it in character in sort of game mechanic terms, but like Spriggans do 
either Mouse or I have a sense of, are they intelligent, slightly intelligent, very intelligent? Um, do, we have yeah, a, was, do we have any knowledge? Um, yeah, well, you roll a, a history check. Um, both of you, in fact, actually. Um, with... Um, was it uh, Mouse's uh, experience uh, walking through these forests? Okay, for me, let's see. Uh, 17 for me. 16 for me. Yeah, so, yeah, um, fairly intelligent. Uh, probably intelligent than <laughs> than most uh, humans you've probably run across um, in certain towns. Um, <laughs> they uh, they have intelligence to them. They... Um, obviously very uh, protective of of what they're trying to protect that's why they're there um but they have an intelligence to them they have a speech um it's uh, it's only when they're threatened or what the thing that they're trying to protect is threatened um then they have no qualms of like ending the life of the things that um, attack it yeah hmm. and do they do they speak? Uh, do we have any knowledge of whether they speak common or ancient Nord? Um, they're magical beings that seem to have um, like a divine link to your uh, patron. So, more than likely, they have um, easy access to be able to communicate with pretty much anything. Okay. Uh, okay. So look, maybe if we if we walk in there slowly. Uh, if you hold up one of those bottles and just say, and, and perhaps your your symbol of of Kinnerith. That's yeah. I, I, we're we're of the same mind. Yeah, that's that, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Um, All right. So I, I so I, I think I I think Nick Mouse's suggestion is that's really almost exactly what I was thinking. I so I um, I, uh, I I I I. I Feel we should not hide our presence from them any longer. And yeah. if if any of the party hides, I worry that they will fear that we're ambushing. I, I, I fear we should walk toward the mouth. The three of you hang back. I'll walk in with my holy symbol in one hand and the skooma bottle in the other, and and very slowly walk in and try to present myself as non-threatening and as a messenger of kind. And uh, see how they react. Okay, so they, um, George moves back here next to um, Mouse, and uh, Lenny, uh, Lenny comes over this side here. So, so, so this area, this green area here, sort of from from extending from here to here, is the flat entrance, right yes. into the clearing. Okay, so I would suggest that. Mouse, Lenny, and George, um, kind of go uh, go over that way, and and with you know, um, and, and just stand stand quietly with hands visible, and I'll walk forward into the clearing uh, as described. I'll have my uh, warhammer at my belt, my shield on my back, and one hand holy symbol, other hand the bottle of skooma in a, sitting in an open palm. And uh, 
make the best of it. And you know, next next episode, it's the the Body and Jaquai show with uh, starring Mouse and Luke as as bear food. And uh, you know, <laughs> well, little did we know, we're going to reboot the show right here. Yeah, yeah. JPK. Uh, okay, we'll we'll wait until you until you start off, and then we'll follow. Behind. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not going to try to. I'm not going to try to be stealthy. I'm not going to, you know, tankity tank it either. I'm just going to walk at a normal, easy pace to, um, you know, kind of, you know, skirting this and sort of go to here maybe. Okay. Um, okay. And, um, you know, that's, you know, so I'll sort of go around, you know, kind of to there. Yeah, they'll there. come around here. That's and I'll, 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 I'll come to there sort of, you know, in, in view. Yep. That's what. 10, right. 20, 5, 10, 15, 50, 60 feet, whatever. Uh, and that's where I'll pause, brandish the holy symbol, you know, held, held not, not, not in any sort of threatening pose, but just sort of held held at chest level openly and the, and the bottle of skooma at an open palm and then just sort of gradually you know, walk forward just you know, very, very slowly, a few feet at a time. And I'm going to shadow Luke quietly directly behind him, hoping that as you as you as you sort of like to move in, you notice that Lenny sort of like comes up behind you as well, Luke, and he stands next to you and he holds out uh, his warm warhammer with uh, holding it by the handle with the the head of it down towards the the ground, and he's sort of like you know just holding it there like uh, he's holding like a long rope. You know, like a rope that he'd pull for pulling your bell. He's just holding like that with his two hands, and he's just walking behind you as he's walk as you're walking forward. Um, they definitely see you now, because um, um, uh, Lenny is with you. Make a general charisma check with advantage, since Lenny is is helping you out here. Okay. All right. Here, ooh, that's pretty good. With the advantage, that's the first one's better. So, a total of nineteen on a charisma check. Nineteen. So, as you get here and uh, your footfalls become heavier and heavier, and the <coughs> the the metal um, plate of your boots um, clangs against the the, the, the stonework floor, um, the spring uh, instantly sort of like whips around uh, and says, uh, and the the bears sort of like you know flank either side of it growling like that you're holding up this there the symbol and spriggan sort of like you know has its tweaked hand out as if it's going to start to attack and then it sort of like it just stops gently and it's just looking staring directly at you and directly at the um at the at the holy symbol and then it looks back at you but it's still got its hand out and the two bears are sort of like, you know, like that kind of growling and getting it sort of like, you know, an agitated look, sort of like shifting from side to side. But it's, it's, they're holding still at the, at this precise time. Uh, Spirit Guardian, we, we come to you on a mission of healing. Would you be willing to speak with us? And you, for a second, you don't hear anything, and and then suddenly, inside your own head, you don't hear a voice outside, but inside your own house, um, you hear 
have you are you the ones who have poisoned this forest we have defeated the one who poisoned the forest then and why are working. does this poison still remain it does we know we are working with a powerful alchemist who believes that she can cure the poison of the forest but we need your help they take from our forests they take our, from our animals they take from everything and you expected me to trust you you were going to give pieces of my forest, pieces of my friends, my companions to this enemy of the forest. My friends and I, and I, I, I look, 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 and I, I sort of pointedly look at Lanil. I don't understand what's going on here, but clearly there's something about his uh, his mall that that has some 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 degree of sway. We we are we are friends of the forest. We, like you, wish to stop this curse. It may require, it may require a sacrifice, and that's why we've come to speak with you. We come in peace. We, we come trying to do no violence, and we come to bargain with you to see if together we can stop this this poison. As you motion to Lanil, she looks at Lanil, and she looks back at you again. So you have already received a gift from us, and now you seek another. At this point, Lenny puts down the hammer, head down with a bang, and then like, and then sort of like lets go of it, and he holds his hands out. Doesn't say anything. He just plops it down and holds his hands out. She looks at him and then looks back at you again. Goes, Our lady, your lady, wants us, wants these forests protected, and I am the one who protects this place, holds back its secrets and its evils. I do not trust you. I, I I motion to it. I, I look at his you know, nod with my head toward the two bears. Do you, have your have your companions been poisoned by the same force that's poisoned everything, my friends? And I, uh, everything has been poisoned. There is a black vileness spreading through every tributary in this area, heading off west. To my, the rest of my family, they have already already felt its effects. Some animals have fallen to it already. If only the strong of them seems to be able to hold it off, but the younger and the small have already fallen. And I, I, I hold the extend the the skooma bottle. This, this. Poison, and the humans, we humans call it skooma, has been further poisoned with the black substance, but it it has the ability to hold the, the black poison at bay for a period of time. I've, I've used it 
to keep the poison from killing my friend here. And I, you know, not at Lenny. W- would would you like to try to see if it will help if it will help your companions? I I, I don't know if it will work, but I I give it give can it to you freely if you think it will help them. Cannot attack poison with another poison. You cannot attack fire with fire. We do not know what to slow down the effects of this. We want them gone. And you say you can do this. You say our enemy, this alchemist, can do this. Then why aren't they here? She was... The alchemist who made the poison is dead. We, and I nod with my... I nod to include my party. We killed him. Another alchemist too sick to travel is working to create an antidote to the poison. She requires and, and I, I, I don't even literally don't know how to say this. I'll, I'll just out with it. Uh, 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 she requires a taproot to complete to complete the poison the, the potion to cure this poison. Can we can we entreat with you Take one back to her so that she can cure this poison. You wish to sever my link to our lady. That is what binds me to fort to the forest. That's what binds me to my family and binds me to our lady. And I should offer just offer this to you freely. We, 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 we will not take it. We wish, we wish to bargain with you. What, how, how, how can we, how can we, can, can, can your connection to the lady be reforged? Is there anything we can do to help you reforge that connection? I will not be lost, but I will no longer be able to guard this place, but I can come back eventually but my friends here would surely perish very soon if I'm not here to hold back the effects of this poison and if I'm not here to slow it down it would run rampant through the rest of the forest she goes you bear the symbol of our lady our I cannot be sure that you are definitely one of us. How do I know you are not some interloper or some pretender? Um, Mouse is going to step forward quietly and address the Spriggan. Um, I feel in many ways responsible for this. Would you take me as hostage for the giving of your taproot until a cure is made and this poison is removed? I can stay and try to help defend your companions and keep you safe. So I am to trust the last one who killed me, am I? 
Not we remember you. The forest remembers you. And I remember your face. I know. The last time you took me. What's done is done. Are you, are, are you offering yourself to me now? I'm offering myself as hostage. I trust this man, this priest of Kinnereth. He's a good man. He will do what he says. He is here to help. He has only good graces, only the, only the best intentions, regardless of what you think of me. Rola persuasion check with no it would have been with advantage because of Luke and Lenny's help but because of your history with this particular Spriggan it's a disadvantage so now it evens out so you've just got a straight roll persuasion so 16 16 She slowly walks forward, and the bears follow her. She gets closer, closer. She totally ignores you um, after the, your little um, talk, Mash. She just turns to Luke, and she holds out her hand, and um, you feel the bark, the roughness of the bark. And you feel the light, and you can hear the buzzing of, of tiny little bugs and torch bugs and um, ladybirds and moths and flowers, all sort of like intertwined inside the tree. It's going in and out. And uh, she lays her, uh, puts a hand over yours that's holding the holy symbol, and says, and you can hear again in your mind, um, "Are you truly?" one of her agents so what do you do Luke I I, I look look directly at the Spriggan and then I, then I cast my eyes to, to, to the heavens and uh, and say yes I I'm I am I'm loyal to, to Kenarath Kenarath has sent me here and it is by her will that I am here. It is by her will that I try to undo this evil that has been wrought upon this forest. And I pray to her to show guidance to you and to me that we are on the right path. I fear. I feel that we are. I, I'm then certain that we are. To, then prove to me that you are her vessel on Tamriel. She squeezes your hand a little tighter. And trying to think what spell I might have. Ah, oh, there we go. Okay. Um, um, Kind has blessed me. She has given me, she has given me, she has given me, Access to powers that, that 
that no no normal cleric would have, no normal priest would have. I, I, I speak with her voice. I boom. I boom with her power. And with that, I, I, I look off to the side. I, 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 I look above. You know, point my you know, point my uh, my sort of my holy symbol up, and just you know, clearly away from away from everybody, so that it goes up in the air. Um, I, I cast my last spell and I cast thunder wave, and I said, "By the power of kind, we are working together to save this forest." And I cast thunder wave and just cast a huge, huge boom over this little clearing, in an effort to show that that I wield the power of kind. <laughs> explodes out into the air and as it does the both the birds go Aah! and sort of like screaming out into the air as they hear the thunderous boom and you hear birds flying off in the front of the areas and sort of like the, the uh, cloud sky kind of clears open and all the stars come in she says she turns to Lenny and we can hear all in all your minds now. She goes, You do not have to return your gift. You can keep it until you feel it's time. We thank you. And Lenny just reaches out, picks up the hammer again, and pulls it back. And uh, then she looks at you and she goes, I am trusting you, emissary of kind. And, and with that, the um, the hand that's over the top of your hand sort of like kind of opens up and she kind of like splits and opens and then you can see sort of like, you know, this golden divine light sparkling around this large um, round palm sized um, piece of bark on the inside which all the light seems to stem from and go off in different and it seems to be lighting it up and she reaches in with the other hand and sort of like you know detaches it but it's still releasing light from it down the light's now passing from it down her hand to keep her going. And she passes it to you. And, and I, 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 I take it very reverently. I, I, before, before I take it, I, I, I let my holy symbol drop on its cord around my neck, and I, I hand the bottle of skooma to, to, to Mouse, and I take the, the taproot very reverently in both hands. And I, I nod to her, thank you. Thank you. She has to. She goes. She goes. Treat my friend. She looks back at the two bears. And she goes. Make sure you treat my friends well. They have been with me for for quite some time now. I've grown attached. And then she lets go of the tap root, and then sort of like all the light dissipates to her, and she just turns into a solid piece of lifeless wood. Mm. And you see the two bears just go, and they sort of like you know they sit down, and she's just standing there, kind of like a like a carved out wooden statue. 
room. The bears mm-hmm. are just lying down. Um, I feel like I should walk over to one of them and pour a little bit of the skooma into my hand and see if it will lick some of it from the palm of my hand. Yeah, as you get within like ten feet of it, it's sort of like you know, it's giving you a, like definitely giving you the evil eye. <laughs> All right, then I back very quietly away. They're sort of like um. They're sort of like kind of like looking at you, staring at you, all, all, all three of you. What are you doing? We are, uh, well, I look at Luke. I, I think we should get this back to Vrusa. And after she has uh, released her antidote, we come back and see if there's anything that can be done for these poor creatures. Okay, let's go. You guys head back, uh, back up the route. So you're gonna try and head back through the the forested area, or you're gonna hang a right and get back out onto the road. Well, uh, knowing what Mouse learned the last time on the way back, I think he knows that the quickest way is to head for the road, and and uh, or he hopes it is anyway. We want to go the fastest route. Uh, so yes, up the road. Okay, see so the you're. you're um, you're running on fumes now. Um, literally, all of you have, have definitely now got a um, a point of exhaustion. Um, there's no role necessary. It's been going so long now, and uh, especially with that stressful situation there, um, sort of like your know, mind's tired. And, um, you all head back up, and it takes you uh, a few hours, but you do eventually make it back to the. Um, um, forgot the name of it to um, to the alchemist's lair back to um, Falkreath Tower and in back through the other way and across the river so it's been a few hours uh, probably getting in the like early hours of the morning now um, Botty and Luke, is there? Sorry, Botty and um, and Jaquai, Is there anything you guys would like to have uh, accomplished or talked about or chatted about in the time that you've been? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Where? I thought you got out. Um. So just uh, confirming with the alchemist that we've got everything prepared we need except for the uh, taproot. Yes, she um, she's using the the water from um, from the river that seems to be flowing through that's um, passing the poison on, but um, she doesn't seem to have too much of a worry for that. Um, um, and she, as you're um, getting all the ingredients ready, she's. Sort of like burning them up and using all three alchemy tables at the same time. She needs your help getting from one table to the other, and um, you probably look around and sort of like try and source a, a, a stool or something like that that she can sit by. But she needs a, a lot of help to be able to go around. And sometimes she 
stops and sort of like you know has to take a breather for a bit and um, you offer her some like um, water from uh, your pack and some food and things like that um, in the meantime she does have a quick look and literally it takes her like a couple of seconds and she has a look at those um, those potions that you pulled out and you she tells you that um, what the one of the potions is a potion of superior healing mm. a potion of climbing and a potion of water breathing Oh and, uh, she just looks at them and goes, "He's a been a busy little bastard." <laughs> so in the early hours of the morning, um, Luke, uh, Leniel, and George all return, and you guys are back in the same room together. With is Mouse staying at the clearing? There's no need there. I don't think there's any need. No, it you was, said it was, Luke. You just said Luke, Lanil, and George. So you didn't oh, so, so I yeah, yeah. I, I, I was actually, I, I was actually thinking about the, the the hostage thing, but given that she, she sort of, yeah, she went yeah. all tree-ish on us. I don't think it was necessary. Yeah. So, what would you like to do? Well, give her the tap root for sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Give her the business. So, you head off and uh, to the other side of the uh, of the water there, and you head to the tap roof, and she goes, "Well, uh, well, you got it. Um, I um, well, don't keep me in suspense. What happened? Uh, kind, kind, bless me with the." Uh, Kind blessed me with the right words. We were able to get the taproot without violence to the Spriggan or or to her two very sick animal companions. Well done, you. Because uh, I've heard they they can be difficult to deal with. Um, um, but yes, thank you very much, and. Um, um, she goes over to the um, all through the night while you've been off um, there she's been preparing and it looks like they're, it's all bubbling away and it's starting to pr- produce a cloud of its own but this seems to be a very sort of like a, a thin cloud, it's not this like you know heavy dark um, choking smoke that was coming out of it before it's sort of like you know this sort of like, like light steam with a little bit of green uh, sort of like flex in it <coughs> um, uh, and um, she gets the tap root and starts to, to prepare things and most of it is just uh, snipping off little bits from here but it it's more it seems to you uh, Luke that this is more ceremony than it is alchemy for, for some of the way she's uh, preparing it and still re- keeping the, the tap root whole and um as she approaches uh, the cauldron and um, she sort of like holds it to you and she goes um, maybe um, a little blessing wouldn't hurt she's holding yep. uh, the tap out to you and I I, I bless the, the I bless the tap root and uh, and her and, and in, in game game terms I cast the guidance cantrip on her to give her uh, 
uh, I think, what is it, plus four, a D4 on her skill check to accept she's going to make one. Yeah. So she, um, you see the, the holy light uh, surrounding uh, her and the, the taproot. And um, she kind of, uh, with uh, a finger and a thumb, index finger, sort of like, hold either end. And it's sort of like, you know, trying to kind of twist it, and you hear a slight crack as she opens it. And then she sort of like you know, drops it into the um, into the cauldron, and then you just see this bright yellow golden light just emanate from it, and it sort of like opens up, and she just like breathes in the fumes, breathes in the fumes, and she sort of like um, gets Lenny and um, uh, George to to get closer to her, and she takes a very large spoon. Um, that she found on the alchemy tables, and she dips it in. She goes, please, please, let him be stupid enough. Tell me exactly, and uh, told me exactly what was in it. And she takes a, a sip from the spoon. And then you see she gets surrounded by this golden light with green flecks in it that sort of like kind of swirls around, a kind of like in a spiral all the way down to the top and it suddenly dissipates and then she starts breathing and then you she turns around and looks and then you can see all the black um, lines in the veins just disappear from the from the chest and across the side of the neck just all completely vanish and the gaunt look in her eyes she looks very fucking tired and sort of like you know still drawn but it seems to have revitalized her brother at. She goes, oh, thank you, thank you. She looks to you like, thank you, and you see the relief over her, whereas her face has been mostly hard and stone for most of this, as she's been going through it. It's now just, like, you know, completely fallen. And she's sort of, like, you know, she just, like, uh, sh- hands shaking. She's just dipping the spoon in again and sort of, like, passing it to George. And uh, George very, sort of, like, deftly sort of, like, takes just a big gulp of it. And uh, Lenny, again, the same, just takes a big gulp. And then you just see both of them as you see all the poison just sort of, like, disappear off from the sides of their skin and it just completely vanishes again you see the swirling golden and, and green light flecks just swirling around them in a, in a sort of like you know in a swirl she turns around and collapses exhausted and just I, I just I'm going to sleep an age please somebody get to the bed but wait what what should we do should we should we pour it into the water you should take some bottle it for those that won't believe you um, bottle as much as you can probably to so have the same effect as what his did you'd probably only be able to take about a quarter of this and save it yourself just in case people need a direct consume if they don't drink from it if it doesn't get to everybody but yes the rest of it dump it in the river to destroy the poisons okay well I'm I guess Mouse still has that one vial of skooma he's going to dump that on the floor um, well, and presumably he's got this guy's got some empty just empty alchemy vials as well 
Yeah, you find uh, a, good, a good view of them, probably about a good 10 or 15 of them inside the uh, the chest there at the back. And you're so, still holding yeah. a bunch, Luke, right, of filled yeah. vials of skooma. We can dump those yeah. out. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll, 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 I'll hold back, uh, you know, uh, you know, half a dozen or so of those just in case it come in case they're needed for any reason. But then, yeah, we will, yeah, we'll make, Oh, sure. Know. Just in yeah. case they're needed. All right. I understand now. <laughs> and she sees the you, you have, you have never made a less funny remark to Luke. Never <laughs> in your life. Have you made a less funny comment? Uh, <laughs> sorry. That was better. And, and no, no, it's okay. no, no, it's actually completely in character for Mouse to do something like that. Yeah, it is actually. <laughs> and Jaquia holds out a spoonful of the uh, liquid to Lenny. Yeah, Le- Lenny uh, sort of like gulps it down. Um, which it, I will say, she's um, Rosa goes, you know, the poisons in those two, right? That's how he was. Getting his his crew, it, it, it destroys it, it. Introduces the the curse, but it stems its effects because of the um, the the rage or the adrenaline type of effect of the of the skooma. But all of those are all infected as well. Yeah, we know. We're we're going to save a few and give them to the yarl. <laughs> so that uh what's uh what's what what is her name what what's uh, what's um Nanya? oh geez yeah yeah so that Ninja can have them as uh as, as evidence and and uh but but yeah we we're we're no, no one no one will ever take these good good and, so, uh, so i, I I'm, I'm going to make sure to reserve a, a nice bear size portion of the of the potion too, and in, in a slightly larger bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we promised. <laughs> so, you um, uh, a few vials, fill a few vials, and things like that. And um, Lenny and George help Avrusa back into that other room again, in that caged off room, and bring her to the bed. And she just like falls on there and falls instantly asleep. Uh, totally exhausted and they come back out and you're all sort of like congregated around the um, the uh, the cauldron and it's sort of like you know happy in the knowledge that you've got plenty of portions of the air to directly apply to people that as needed just in case which you're all sort of like standing around it. so um, I I I look at Miles and say, "Well, shall we? Uh, shall we uh, do as she says and add yeah. it to the river?" Yes, we should. So another, I'll, I'll, I'll say another blessing over the over the uh, cauldron, and uh, with with Mouse's help, we'll uh, tip it into the river. Yeah, easy enough. They're both he's there, and um, roll um, was it a dexterity check? Both he's. Uh, Sorry, what did you get, Luke? Uh, uh, 13. 13. Um, 13, yeah, you're fine, uh, Mouse, but you take it back to, uh, was it 1d4 
fire damage. Let's have a look here. What do you take? Oh, four. You take four fire damage. Yeah. yeah. Clumsy with exhaustion. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the both of you uh, push it over and toss it over into um, the river. And again, you see, in contrast to the previous time of when you threw this in, it's kind of like a catharsis um, when you uh, dump it in. You see the, the golden glow with the green flecks of magic into it infuse itself inside the water again and it shoots down up uh, stream to, to the left uh, as you're looking at it from there and downstream again to the right as it just like suffuses with the water and spreads out both sides um, you have a good a good feeling from the the ferocity of the of the magic and sort of like you know, the way it um Sort of like explodes with light, that it's definitely worked, and it's uh, hopefully going to ha- spread out and uh, have an effect uh, to destroy the poison that had been spread out before. Nice. With that, you guys are all unbelievably exhausted. the relief at the end of the day just all takes you and uh, you can think of nothing but uh, getting some rest yeah mouse is going to basically collapse on the floor right right there (laughs) yep same Um, how long have we been going for the second half is this a good time to or has it only been a little while no it's been a little under an hour maybe don't we we can move on um, if you guys want. If you want to move on till after you have a, a full night's rest and wake up the next morning. It's up to where you want to break the uh, episode, that's all. That's fine. Oh, so I, I, I do want to I do want to go with Mouse back to the, the clearing and see if yes. we can and give the bears uh, a, a, a healthy dose. Of the and, I was, and and uh, Luke, uh, I think we should reserve a little bit to to pour on the roots of the spriggan and see if it helps. It's after all, it's her essence that made this. Perhaps if we pour it at the root where she stands, it'll it might bring her back. Yeah. So is this um is the spriggan grove on on the way back to Falkreath or the wrong it direction? Is, yes. Okay. Well, then we can just all we can. So, so we're um, no long, we no longer have to go to White Run, or I thought we were we we have to go to White Run, uh, or mm-hmm. but, but Lenny is cured now, so. Um, but we have a mission in White Run, do we not? Well, Ch- Chiquai needs to go to right, White Run. Uh, I believe Chiquai. Right to meet up with the uh, caravan. So we we could. Uh, you know, uh, and 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 in, in 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 game terms, not character terms, in game terms, if we want to let Body and Chiquai go to White Run, then have a little bit, you know, because uh, it's been the it's been the the Luke and Mouse show this episode. We could uh, let uh, Chiquai and uh, Body head to White Run, and we could catch up with them after doing our little errand. Or mm-hmm. it's up to it's up to it's up to the group, up to you, Colin. 
I know it's it's up to you guys if you guys want to split the party. But um, you were invited back to um, to Falkreath to uh, you know get your like bring back the tales of your success. Um, as, as you're talking like this, uh, I assume in the morning after you all wake up, um, Avrusa and um, uh, Lenny and uh, George they join you uh, as you're I assume having breakfast. Uh, and um, Afrosa does say, he goes, um, as you're all sitting around him, talking and discussing, she says, she goes, so, sorry for my um, um, early exit last night, shall I say? I'm usually much more of a, of a gracious or like experienced um, host, um, but... Uh, I find myself in need of a good night's rest. Um, Thank you for what you've done. Uh, no thanks. Thank you. Um, I would know more of my re- of my saviors, of my rescuers. Um, uh, who are you? Thank you for for coming to to save me uh, from that vile piece of crap. Filthy Enwa. Um, who do I th- have to thank for for my for my rescue? Uh, for for me, you should thank Kine. Uh, and you and you are. I'm Luke. Ah, and what brings you here, Luke? In, in, in most literal fashion, I'm 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 in Skyrim at the behest of Kine, and everyone you see here are uh, people that have have helped me. We all have we all have reasons to be here, and I think uh, in in many respects, my this this is the this is perhaps not the end, but it is certainly a a, a major a major part of why I think I was sent here, and. Uh, uh, we encountered Lenny here. Uh, we uh, we we brought him with us. Uh, he he was very concerned about George. So it's uh it's it's been uh, <laughs> it's been a uh, uh, an, an interesting journey and one that uh, I'm happy that that kind has seen fit to lead me on. Well, I I thank you and I I thank your lady. Um. Although not my lady, she, um, I know she does great works for a great many, and uh, I thank uh, you and her, and um, and uh, and you, uh, young Imperial. Um, I seem to remember you jumping at every horrible command I gave out yesterday. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure, my lady. My name is Mouse. <laughs> I'm just a guide. Well, you were of great help yesterday, and uh, can't thank you uh, enough for uh, listening to uh, an old crone's um, unapologetic uh, demands uh, last night. Um, you, oh, yeah. you were quick to help, and it was... Uh, you gave no pause and asked no questions, which 
I find rare in assistance and helpful people. They always want to know more and ask questions, and you just jumped to and got to it. So. Well, my lady, Never. I help people that help me. That's what keeps us alive. Uh, Azura would like you very much, I think. And, um, and you, young Khajiit. Yeah, I'm usually the one that gives pause. <laughs> she does laugh. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, uh, I have heard from from our two young friends here that uh, you struck the fatal blow that got rid of this horrible monster. Thank you very, very much. If there's anything that you would ever need of me, you ask away. Ask anything. So I I do have a question. I am here in Skyrim looking for my brothers on rent. Um, and is that a name you're familiar with? Um, you may have heard of him as Zarendar. Zarendar. Um, um, let's see. I would probably say Mouse and um, Luke. Roll intelligence checks. Um, I'm afraid I haven't I haven't heard of uh, many Khajiit names. Uh, I don't leave my my farm very often, not unless somebody comes in and forcibly removes me from it. Um. So you wanted Mouse to roll an intelligence check? Yeah, you and Luke. Uh, I rolled a natural 20. Oh, nice. 15 for me. Kaboom, guys. Good job. Um, you know that the... He, he says the name Zanren, which sounds like any other Khajiit name that you've heard, but when he says maybe you've heard of him as Zanren Da, both of you would know that if somebody's name has a the suffix Da in their name... Um, this one is somebody who is regarded as a very skillful in the art of stealth, very uh, good at taking stuff that necessarily doesn't belong to them, and a uh, bit of a trickster, um, but highly regarded in Khajiit society. This is not a bad thing. They are. It's um It's a. Uh, a title of respect to somebody who has is very daring. Um, but with your natural twenty, you definitely know that there's a, a couple of dars out there, and within the thieves' guild, especially if somebody, if it, if it, if it was a Khajiit that was named something that had the name uh, suffix with a dar, he would be held in very high regard. Can uh, with that twenty, can Mouse ask Jaquai a uh, a question about a group to which his brother might belong. <laughs> if you get my, you, you can you can ask him away. <laughs> He's sitting right there. Jaquai, <laughs> you think your brother was a? Do you know was your brother Rinrindra? Um, I don't know. Um, my brother left uh, the monastery when I was very young, mm. um, and all I know of him is. Um, you know, that he 
cared for me and watched out for me um, up until the time that uh, he left me at the monastery. Um, but I was I was a very young very young Khajiit. Hmm. The Ranrajra are formidable. Interesting. And my master had no um, no knowledge of what my brother was doing in Skyrim. It wasn't until um, a, a stranger came uh, to the monastery uh, looking for him and referred to him as Zanrandar uh, that we had ever heard that. Mm. Hmm. Oh, mouse wanders off. <laughs> she um, uh, she says, "Yo, well, I'm really sorry to hear that. I, I really hope you find." She goes, "I myself have a, have a younger sister who I always looked out for. Um, if he if he is lost, know that he is always thinking of you. We always think of the younger one. She's out there somewhere." Uh, getting into trouble, no doubt. <laughs> but um, when when I do see her, it's uh, it's always a happy time, uh, and then it always leads to arguments when she's about to leave again. But uh, I'm sure it'll be the same for you. There's gladness, and it's great when you're close enough to argue. I hope you find him. Thank you. Um, and uh, young elf, very young elf, by the looks of it. Um, I didn't know anyone from the Dominion so young would be allowed to travel this far, especially to the human lands now. What with dominions uh, control over the Vale and Wood. What they don't know won't hurt them. <laughs> uh, spook, spoken just exactly like my younger sister. Um, yes, young ones should not always follow the rules. They're definitely only 50% of the time should follow the rules. And um, probably only one percent of the time know when that time is. Uh, you to you, and I, I, I thank you for your help, and I thank you for your songs last night. Oh, I, I quite enjoyed uh, you watching watching you perform your craft. It was quite enjoyable, and, and thank you for the opportunity to uh, expose uh, that sort of information and knowledge to me uh, as a as a bard. I'm always. Uh, trying to draw from the environment and get people's stories. Um, one thing I do want to ask as we, before we um, move on, um, what is your favorite story in the history of alchemy? What is the most moving, the most important? What is the biggest alchemy story to you? What has happened? What is the, what is the, the most important bit of knowledge? That you could pass on to a bard. Um, 
I suppose there there is a couple. There was my master, as um, our young Khajiit friend here was talking about his master. I had my master, um, Sundarian, and his legend was large um, and uh, well known. And but eventually he um, he, he disappeared for some time and. It wasn't until that his legend went on well past his death, which is always is always good. Of oh, legends should surpass their own lifetime, and his did. Um, he found, as uh, you've probably noticed over there, um, not not very well known apart from in the alchemy world is um, the discovery of the crimson nern root, which um, was discovered by. Another legend, um, the, the legend of Skyrim, the Dragonborn discovered um, my old master's body in the, in the depths of a of a Dwemer ruin, and uh, found his research on the Crimson Nern route, and even managed to return with enough of a supply to lead to many many revelations in the alchemy world that are now just being felt. Uh, it was through his knowledge as well. Uh, I'm happy to say that he's almost as quick a study as you are, young buddy. My next question was going to be about any connections to the Dragonborn, so thank you for your history. You are very welcome. Um, if uh, if whenever I see him next, I will uh, I will definitely tell him of of all my friends here and tell him of you that you uh, that you're looking out for him I, I haven't seen him in a number of years but um, he comes by now and again um, mostly for some more noon routes um, but uh, it's been a number of years since I've seen him um, but old friends from afar and uh, you um my big Nord friend, probably you. I have seen some big Nords in my time, but you, <laughs> you quite literally take the cake. Uh, I noticed that was mostly what you went for at breakfast here. Sweet <laughs> things. <laughs> and you, you can see Lenny's always going for the sweet breads and sort of like you know, and he's and he's good, and he's like mouthful, and he's going oh. Um, Thank you for. He sort of like scoffs it down. He goes, "Thank you for getting rid of this." And and um, and he looks to George and he goes, um, "And thanks for giving me back, George." It was. Um, I, I really liked the, the the bright lights and I, when I drank the the potion, it was it felt me really made me feel really really good, a lot better than I have been. Quite a long time. He goes, and, and what brings you here? He goes, oh, we're going to join the companions. Um, Anarchy says that um, great Nord warriors need to join the companions. So I'm going to go with George, and and, he, and he's going to get me to join the companions. And uh, <laughs> George has got a smile on her face. He goes. Um, Yes, uh, we are. 
of Rooster looks at him as he goes there. And young Redguard. Uh, nice long lady like yourself out amongst all these wilds. She goes, um, he goes, what brings you here? Uh, she says, as you, as you look at George, she has a, a harshness to her eyes. The, the rest of the phrase is kind of emotionless, but she has a harshness to her eyes. She goes, um, <laughs> just one, one mistake after another. Seems, uh, uh, seems fate does not, um, treat idiots kindly. And I am the biggest idiot of them all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry to hear you so down in yourself, but you seem to have a, a great friend there. I very much doubt he sees you as an idiot. Uh, and she, George, uh, family doesn't really look at you that way. Looks at yourself. Um, until they truly see you doing something stupid. And, um, I came here with uh, with my father. We came to Dawnstar in search of uh, knowledge, some information to help the Alec here. Uh, there was somebody in the Skyrim that uh, he knew that they knew something. So we came. Arrived at Dawnstar by ship. Trying to sneak our way in. And we did. And then we set out on the march south. <laughs> Didn't even see them coming. You think seven foot elves in all black you'd be able to spot from a mile away. But no. We came around a snowdrift and instantly saw us and they didn't even hold back. One of them with a with a robe on casters. Just flicked his hand and a creature made of ice sprung out of nothing and landed on its giant fist on my father's head in a second before I could even move. He wouldn't... <laughs> He wouldn't go down just from that, but, uh, he told me to go. So, being the gold soldier or a gold, good soldier I am, I ran and attacked. But that wasn't the 
to go, he meant. <laughs> Within seconds, they just had my weapons and had me on the ground. And then I found that I was now an orphan. I really, really fucking hate Skyrim. <laughs> and I really fucking hate Talmor. So I'm gonna get rid of everything that I hate. And I'm not leaving until I have. Ever some I am sorry. George just sort of like kind of looks away. She goes, "Well, it's I thank you and all of you for your help, but um, perhaps you should stay away from from us." She looks at Lenny. She goes, "Well." Uh, we are two fated idiots. Uh, fated to be together, huh, Lenny? We're going to put the past behind us. And then she sort of like continues eating. So you all start to slowly after that start to pack up and get ready and um, have a last look around to make sure you've gotten every bits of um, bits of alchemy supplies and she's taking Avarus sort of like oh take that oh that will be handy and that will be handy but you all sort of like gather up all your supplies and start to um, head out and uh, that's where we'll, we'll end it there Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. Skyrim 1080. And uh, hope we'll, hopefully you'll join us next time as we return to Fulcreath. The, uh, the heroes of the hour. And uh, gain their reward back from uh, Sid Gear and see what reward they get as a head back to uh, Fulcreath Holt. Thank you very much, everyone. Awesome. Thanks, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Night, everybody. Skyrim 1080 would like to thank Tabletop Audio for the use of their music in this podcast. If you would like to find more music like this, just go to tabletopaudio.com for more information. Thank you. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 10 AD. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com, where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link, which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening.